Hello, this is Daryl Castle with today's Castle Report. This is Friday, the 15th day of September in the year of our Lord, 2023. I will be talking about the state of presidential politics and what that state means for this nation. Who can, who should lead this nation in either its death throes of corruption or back to the days when the country was a moral leader and respected for its strict adherence to the rule of law? In the world of presidential politics, we face many dilemmas today. Most or all of them have been faced before. For example, what if Donald Trump is convicted of at least some of the 100 or so felonies for which he has been indicted? Don't get me wrong, folks, because I'm not saying he's guilty of any of the charges, most of which don't even make sense as criminal charges. The trials, however, will all be conducted in heavily Democrat cities and courts where the prosecutors, judges, and juries have one thing in mind, and that is destroy Donald Trump. Whether I supported Donald Trump as president or whether I still might be a supporter is irrelevant to me in his current struggle. I'm a lawyer. I have respect for the law, and I'm very opposed to how it is being abused in the cases against Trump. Most of the election interference charges appear to be just examples of free speech woven into racketeering by a very biased prosecutor, In the January 6th case, he urged peaceful protests, but evidence is apparently irrelevant in New York. What if he is convicted on at least some charges, as seems likely? But he's out pending appeal, which also seems likely. He would then be a convicted felon and the presidential candidate of a major political party. The election could then turn on whether the voters thought him guilty or whether they would prefer his election, whereby he could pardon himself. In that case, he might be the only convicted felon elected president, but he would not be the only felonious president, that's for sure. That situation has happened before, as a matter of fact, in the presidential election of 1920. Socialist Party candidate Eugene Debs run from a jail cell and got 3.4% of the vote. Mr. Debs was a five-time presidential candidate as a Democrat at first, then as an open rather than a closet socialist. In 1920, he had been been sent to prison for stating what turned out to be the truth about the financial reasons being at least somewhat to blame for the U.S. entry into World War I. My point is that he was a third-party candidate and still got 3.4% of the voters to choose him while he was in prison. The likely Democrat candidate in 2024 is not without problems of his own. Accused of corruption with foreign governments, bribery, extortion, possibly even treason, the Speaker of the House of Representatives announced this week that an inquiry into impeachment would be filed against President Joe Biden. Quoting House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, quote, These are allegations of abuse of power, obstruction, and corruption. They warrant further investigation by the House of Representatives. That's why today I am directing our House committees to open a formal impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden, end quote. These things take months, of course, sometimes years. So the House is not expected to vote on whether to impeach until February of 2024, At the earliest, if the Republican House votes to impeach, which seems likely, then the Democrat Senate would try him, most likely vote to acquit. The process I just described is accurate, but the results I predicted are obviously just speculation on my part. Nevertheless, 
It is possible that we could have a Democrat candidate awaiting trial in the Senate or one who has been convicted and removed from office, leaving the nation to be led by Kamala Harris running against a convicted felon. That would just be the most wonderful face to put on this republic, wouldn't it, folks? The whole world to see it. I must say, though, it sums up what has become of the country that I love. I love what this country is supposed to be, what it once was, what, with God's blessing, it could be again. The President of the United States has not and will not take this impeachment inquiry lying down. No, he will handle it in his usual, carefully thought-out, respect for the nation's history, tradition, and rule of law way. I'm just kidding, of course, just kidding, because what he decided to do was to send a letter to, quote, top news executives, end quote, urging them to intensify their scrutiny of House Republicans, quoting CNN, quote, it's time for the media to ramp up its scrutiny of House Republicans for opening an impeachment inquiry on lies, end quote. That, according to CNN, was a draft letter sent to them by a spokesperson for the White House Counsel's Office. The letter went on to say that an impeachment inquiry with no supporting evidence should set off alarm bells for news organizations. Well, folks, that's blatant attempted control of a once-free press. It's an indication that the Democrat Party assumes it owns the press. The other assumption is that this letter could be made public with no concern and no fear of a popular outcry against it. I suppose that's a fine example of the status of the press in America today. The press is supposed to watch the government, to report on this corruption to the people, and not serve as the ruling party's lapdog. I make note, though, of the chutzpah of White House lawyers writing directives to this so-called free press as if they work for the White House as well. Is there anyone out there, <clears throat> anyone at all, who might be qualified to lead this nation back from the brink of total moral collapse? By qualified, I don't mean he or she went to all the right schools and vows that if elected to keep the neocon war machine rolling right along. I'm talking about a person who has spent much of his life in the service of the victims of the U.S. public health system and its true owners in the pharmaceutical industry, a man who founded Children's Health Defense for the purpose of ending childhood health epidemics. I'm talking about Robert F. Kennedy Jr. and his campaign for president within the Democrat Party. What are his chances? What are the chances that he could gain in popularity and win the Democrat nomination? The chances of that are close to zero. But they're not zero because things could fall in a certain way with the Biden impeachment inquiry that would cause the Democrats to dump the president, which might open the process up to a legitimate primary season in a debate. Recent polls indicate that he, Robert F. Kennedy, that is, has a favorable rating higher than any other Democrat. So maybe things just don't seem to be going well for the country right now. Counting on the Democrat Party to do the right thing is a lost cause. Perhaps the press got a letter like the one sent to them about impeachment. Maybe they just don't need a letter. They just instinctively know that this candidate is a counter-revolutionary. For the good of the country, counter-revolutionary reforms are going to be needed to reverse the decline before it's too late, it may already be too late, but we can't know that unless a sincere effort is made. The transformation and fundamental changes enacted by Obama 
and continued by Biden have appealed to the worst instinct of humanity. Reversing that will not be easy. I hate to see the country led by the same old appeal for the same old politics as usual. We need someone who knows the people inside government and knows who can be trusted within the agencies. We need someone who will not appoint heads of agencies who get their money from Big Pharma. We need someone who knows that the pharmaceutical industry owns the National Institute of Health, the CDC, the FDA, so on and so forth, because our health and the health of our children depend on it. He's been litigating against those agencies for many years. He probably knows them better than anyone else, certainly better than any other candidate. I've heard it suggested that he would make a good addition to the Trump campaign with him as head of Health and Human Services. If Trump were to be elected, I just don't see that, folks. The talk started because he said he was proud that Trump likes him. The problem is that to him, the Constitution is absolute, <coughs> excuse me, folks, and therefore could not be violated on the whim of Tony Fauci personality-wise. I just don't see him as compatible with Donald Trump. My guess is that if he accepted a position in the Trump cabinet, he would not survive more than about three months I'm sure of one thing, though, and that is that he cares deeply for the country. He's very concerned about its future. He refers to himself as a Kennedy Democrat, but he says that the Democrat Party has lost its faith in its own traditions, but also in democracy. It's lost its faith in democracy, he says. If he believes that, and he said he does, perhaps he's running for the wrong party's nomination. He seems a lot more liked and respected by Republicans than by Democrats. I don't believe that's because he will hurt the Democrats, not, not always anyway. He has testified before a House committee on censorship, and many Republican candidates have said they would love to have him in their cabinets. I don't see any Republican candidate who will do what needs to be done when elected. What about Donald Trump? No. No, folks, he had his chance. He failed miserably in many areas. The most obvious failure was his handling of the so-called COVID pandemic. The country needed real leadership, not juvenile shouting matches with Democrats. The border wall was a complete failure. Blaming Democrats for not funding it was cowardly. I will admit that his handling of the border was George Patton in Germany compared to Joe Biden's refusal to even notice the invasion going on. Trump had and still has one great success that he can, can and should be proud of. He is hated by every low-life, vile, wicked member of the Democrat Party who holds office. About 75 million people voted for Trump, and he is right when he says, they're coming for you, folks. I'm just in the way. Democrats hate him. They hate the middle class and every American who wants traditional values to prevail. Their hatred for Trump is passionate. So much so, they're willing to cheat, to lie, and to subvert law and justice to, quote, get him. That is the political party that this honorable and principled man I've been describing seeks to lead and to take him to the White House. I just don't see it, folks. I don't see him getting the Democrat nomination, but if he does, then great. My question then is, what if he switched parties before the primary season began? If he were in a real primary debate... He would have to clearly state his views. He would have the opportunity to do so. Right now, he's a bit of an enigma because he just criticizes without a clear statement as to how he would handle certain problems. I don't think he would have any trouble holding his own in debate. I would certainly tune in for it. So 
Robert F. Kennedy Jr. as a Republican candidate for president. No, folks, no, I just can't get my head around that one, which puts him in a real dilemma because the values he believes in no longer exist in the Democrat Party. That leaves a third-party option. So what about that? Here's what he said recently in an interview with Forbes. Quote, if the DNC is going to make it, it's going to rig it so that it is simply impossible for anyone to challenge President Biden. And, you know, I need to look at other alternatives because I can't go back to the people who support me, to my donors, and say, you know, folks, I'm just going to, I'm, I'm just in this to make a point. I need to show them a road to victory, end quote. Finally, folks, could that road to victory run through a third party? And if so, which one? The Greens already have a candidate named Cornell West, a Constitution Party. Never. He's pro-abortion. What about the Libertarian Party? He's committed to liberty, especially in health care, to a more peaceful world. So maybe, just maybe, folks, at least that's the way I see it. Until next time, folks, this is Daryl Castle. Thanks for listening. <laughs>